Welcome to Calvary Church. My name is Sean, and I am the online gathering pastor. Wherever you are watching and listening from today, you are so welcome. At Calvary, we are excited to be on mission to catalyze an epic release of Jesus apprentices who are connecting to Christ, to community, and to their calling. And part of that calling is loving our neighbors. In fact, this is a CWOW weekend at Calvary, which stands for Church Without Walls. It's a weekend where we do not meet in our buildings, but we say, please go as the church to be the church wherever you live, work, and place. So we hope that you will take some time this weekend to love those around you. Well, welcome for a conversation that we're going to have today with a few of my friends and colleagues. I'd like to introduce you to Bailey Weaverling and Sue Jepson. Welcome today, and thank you for being uh, part of this uh, CWOW service. Thank you. Thank you. I think yeah. the, the best way to jump into this is uh, for you guys just to introduce yourselves and get us to know you a little bit. So, Bailey? Yeah, um, my name is Bailey Weaverling. I'm a junior at Penn State studying telecom um and yeah okay sue and uh, my name's sue jepson and i am happily married for 38 years to randy who is a uh, coach at penn state awesome. and we have four children six grandchildren and one on the way which is our pride and joy and um I have been a nurse for 40 years and just, ooh, that really makes me old, um, <laughs> just uh, quit my nursing profession um, a little over a year ago okay. and um, really felt called and chosen by God to serve at Penn State campus. Oh, fantastic. We look forward to hearing a little bit more about that in a few minutes. But before we do that, um, we just want to do a lightning round of some questions. Uh, these were not rehearsed. So, uh, <laughs> Bailey, we're going to start with yes, you. Let's go. And we're going to ask you to tell us an embarrassing story about yourself. Oh, dear. Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> I was trying to think about this the other day. Actually, I shared this exact question in my small group okay. that I lead on campus. And I think one was, I was at a wrestling tournament back in like middle school and I really had to use the restroom and the guys was full. So I was like, why not go in the women's, right? It's like, <laughs> it's a wrestling tournament. There's like pretty much just moms there. It's full. Literally, I know I walk in and then it gets full of women. So I'm stuck there. <laughs> my match is going on in two minutes and I'm like, my dad's texting me, like, where where are you? And I'm like, um, I'll be five minutes. Um, so I just, like, bolted out of there afterwards, finished my business, and I was like, I'm never doing that again. Yeah, no. <laughs> Hope you learned something from yeah, that. Yeah, so I was like, wait my turn. Good one. <laughs> uh, Sue, uh, favorite karaoke song? Oh, boy, I have never in my life, never, ever <laughs> done karaoke. Never, but uh, if you did. Um, it would have to be a Disney song. Okay. And, and probably Disney Princess. Um, I'm a big fan of Mulan. Okay, all right. Um, so it'd probably be all right, that's fair. one of those. Excellent. <laughs> uh, Bailey, what's your favorite color? There we go. Orange. Oh, yes. Excellent. Sue, favorite animal? Ooh, that's rough. I, I Is it a domesticated animal? <laughs> is it a wild animal? Um, I, uh, I'm a pig fan. Pig fan. That's interesting, and I'm sure there's a big story there. <laughs> yeah. I love pigs. I do. Okay. But we own, we own dogs. Okay. All right. Great. Uh, Bailey, what's the farthest you've traveled? Um, probably to the Caribbean. So, like, mm. the Bahamas, or we did St. Martin, St. Thomas, Aruba. 
Pass on your cruise? Yeah, on cruise. Yeah, yeah, yeah awesome, awesome. Yeah. Uh, Sue, what's the most recent book you've read? Um, Gentle and Lowly. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm doing a Bible study with that with awesome. girls right now. Mm-hmm. Very good. Bailey, what's the most adventurous thing you've done? Um, I think backpack the Rocky Mountains with my father. That's awesome. Yeah, we did Very 50 cool. miles in like five, six days. That's so It was cool. really fun. Sue, can you give us a random fun fact about yourself? Um, wow. Hmm. Okay, you know you'd always do those two truths and one lie. Mm-hmm. The one that always gets people, they think it's the lie and it's actually the truth, is that I have actually been diagnosed to the cold. I have an allergy to cold weather. When no, I'm kidding. when I'm exposed to really cold weather, oh, I break yeah. out in hives. Oh my goodness! So that's a fun fact. Um, nobody ever believes it, but no. that's one of the truths. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm can, never going to be able to use it again no. because yeah. it's done. <laughs> it's out there. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. Wow. Yeah. And I'm going to ask you both this, but I'll start with you, Bailey. What do you do for fun? Yeah, what I do for fun, um, I like to hang out and host a lot of people at my house on campus, or I run a lot, so it's some type of physical activity. Okay, awesome. Hmm. So? Uh, probably is is try to spend as much time with family as possible. Um, you know, we have grandchildren, like I said, from the ages of nine down to two with another one on yeah, the way. Um, but they're all over the world. So, you know, I mean, United States and Canada, okay. not really the world. Yeah, that's... Um, but that Pretty is far. that's yeah. that's a lot of a lot of fun. Yeah, good for you all. All right. Well, thanks for indulging us with those fun questions. Um, we're going to switch gears a little bit now, and uh, I wanted to stress the importance of what we read in Scripture. And there's at least thirty Bible verses that we can find in Scripture that tell us that we need to go to the nations mm-hmm. with the gospel. And um, obviously, we're here uh, talking about Penn State. That's why I'm wearing the hat today, and you both are involved at Penn State in different ways, and that's what we're going to talk about a little bit today. But how interesting is it that the nations, at least for us in the State College region, the nations come to our backyard, and the importance of us uh, being able to uh, develop relationships Uh, with different people. Penn State has about 47,000 students right here in the center region. And I'm curious, do you have any idea how many of those students actually have a relationship with Jesus, are in a discipleship um, of a relationship of some form, are involved in a campus ministry or a church? Do you have any idea what that that number would be? I don't, I'm just asking. It'd be very small. Uh, I don't, have any idea percentage like a thousand or so okay yeah number yeah yeah so so uh uh the script scriptures tell us that the harvest is plentiful Mm -hmm. the labors are few um i believe we have some labors right here in front of us so thank you for uh, what you're doing uh, at penn state to make a difference um sue why don't you share with us what your role at penn state is Mm -hmm. and and kind of what that looks like for you Okay. Um, it's still very new for me. The whole, um, I just put that exact verse in my um, support letter mm, last yeah. month um, because uh, it's it's busy. There's a, there's a lot of needs out there. Um, and I came from a 50-hour workweek job, mm. um, and doing this, it seems... Um, there's never enough time. Mm-hmm. So what uh, I'm doing is working with Will Gigante and Penn State Christian Athletics, mm-hmm. 
And um, Penn State Christian Athletics means exactly athletics. So it's not just the athletes. Um, we also try to encourage and, and help coaches any way mm. we can. Um, and uh, any support staff, you know. Oh, that's awesome. Um, attend practice every once in a while. Just encourage the girls. Will goes with, mm. with most of the, the male okay. teams. Um, and then I'm just thrilled that right now I have – three Bible studies that I'm leading with about 22 women That's awesome. Um, spread out. And um, they are uh, mostly athletes, but there are um, one or two non-athletes. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just been amazing. And we're doing the book Gentle and Lowly. Oh, that's so great. Um, yeah, it's, it's really been amazing. Um, so a lot of individual interaction, though. Because when you yes. talk about Penn State athletics, that's massive. It is mm-hmm. massive. Um, and what's been interesting for me is I've been a coach's wife. I've been on the athletic side of coaching um, and not necessarily the athletes. And so hearing the athlete's side and the pressures that they go through and the pressures that they have to deal with mm-hmm. um, and non-athletes, just mm-hmm. uh, you know, regular Penn State student, mm-hmm. um, what they're dealing with um, is a lot. Yeah. And, um, you know, there are more and more expectations put on students now. Mm-hmm. And it's tough, you know. Yeah. Um, so to be there individually um, for some of these ladies that I meet with, um, my husband meets with a bunch of um, male athletes. And um, it's really important mm-hmm. to have Absolutely. that one-on-one as well mm-hmm. as accountability in a group. Yeah. But the one-on-one is, is pretty special. Well, Love mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, Bailey, you're involved in another campus ministry, Young Life. Why don't yeah. you tell us a little bit about that and what it looks like for you? Yeah, so I lead Young Life College. We're in all the high schools throughout this county, um, and we just started Compartum, which is like a special needs Young Life. So we're in total of about eight to nine different schools in the area, and I focus on the college ministry aspect. So myself and nine others lead college students through a Christ community. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very fun. I enjoy the aspect of it. It, all, it always has its challenges. As there's, we range from individuals who have never opened the Bible to mm-hmm. who uh, you know I've att- attended church since I've, since I was like baby, and I'm like that's great. So it's kind of hard to gauge the aspect of people, but it's also a fun challenge to navigate their faith and their fo- fellowship and yeah. how they you know see the Lord and apply the Lord and just be able to live alongside them. And ultimately, our goal is just to provide a you know a safe and loving community for them to experience Christ in. Yeah, that's fantastic. So you don't live on campus, but you live very near to yes. campus. So what does Front Yard Missions look like for you? Yeah, I'm very thankful to rent a house pretty much on campus. It's on Park Ave, so it's like a five, ten minute walk away. Um, we actually have a front yard too, which is, you know, a little bit different than most students who are in an apartment or dorm. Um, and so we have actually been be able to evangelize in our front yard. Uh, we have a couple neighbors around us. One's a student, the other's a family, and then there's an older couple. Um, and a funny story is the older couple across the street, I think are Gene and Harold, something like that. Okay. Um, they're very lovely, but they don't go out much. They kind of just sit on the front porch. So you might see them in passing. And we decided one day, because there was a push, just to like bake them something. So we you know, put on our baking caps, made a homemade box cake, um, <laughs> and baked it some random day of the week. We're like, mm-hmm. okay, like let, this works our schedule. Let's pick this Tuesday. So we baked it, and then we dropped it off. Jean wasn't home, but her husband was, so we gave it to her. Uh, or we gave it to him. And then little denotes to us that a few months later, we saw him in passing again, and it was her birthday that we dropped off that cake. That's like, incredible. We, we, didn't, we didn't know at all. We just picked a random day, and it was our birthday. 
Um, and then another instance this past couple of weeks ago, we dropped off cinnamon rolls to our neighbors just to, you know, hey, we're meeting some people who are new on the block, new students that are renting. We just wanted to get to know them. And we dropped off one to a lady down the road that Jean recommended it. And she's actually going through a divorce. We didn't mm. know that afterwards. Mm. We were able to connect with her, kind of just support her through that. We helped mm. her move furniture around. As it's just her by herself now. And so we had, you know, four, four other roommates. We were able just to kind of help her move stuff and get situated in this, you know, different lifestyle that she's going to venture upon so it's been very fruitful and blessing that i've had this opportunity to live so close yeah but also alongside you know for other great you know christ-loving roommates we also live on a block with we all rent five other houses on the streets we're able just to support each other and this christ community that we can just invite students into yeah so so good uh so as we encourage front yard missions um there's never a point in your life where it's like, now, now I can start this. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I've gone through high school and college and I went through 10 classes and now I can start. That's not what I'm hearing from you. Yeah. You've, you've, you, you dove into it. You're, you're part of it. You're doing front yard missions. Mm-hmm. Is it always easy? No, not at all. We we did donuts in the driveway one time, and no one showed up. Yeah, uh, it was great. We handed out like twenty flyers to all of our neighbors, um, and we invited students as well just to connect. And like, no, not a neighbor showed up. And we don't have much to give either. Like, we're students. Yeah. We only really have our time at times, and so it's also kind of a challenge. But it's also like it's a fun challenge to navigate. Like, how how is God going to use us in these moments? Yeah. And he's used us exponentially in these. I love that. Thank you. Thank you for being part of that. Even when it's a little frustrating (laughs) and and the struggle is real, uh, keep persevering. Mm. Thanks for sharing that. Mm -hmm. Um, Sue, we we talk at Calvary about the three components of Front Yard Mission. Mm -hmm. Pray first. We believe that is the most important thing. And and by saying pray first, we say pray for uh, your friends or your neighbors by name and be very specific. Uh, But we also say love them or serve them in any way that you can. And Bailey, we, you know, practically heard some ways that you're Mm -hmm. doing that and then the third piece would be invite them in and it's not always invite them to church but invite them into a a study group invite Mm -hmm. them uh into your home for Mm -hmm. a meal invite them to the coffee shop uh find ways to just love on people um i have heard uh through the calvary corridors that you are really really good at inviting people in what has that looked like for you to do that my mother, first of all, is she also attends Calvary, and she taught me this. I was raised mm-hmm. with just an inviting mm-hmm. home. We have a revolving door at our home, and when you stop by, you never know who may be there, who may be living there, who may, you know. Um, so it's actually, I'm very comfortable with inviting people mm-hmm. and meeting people and hearing tough stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I, I think when we're working with students, we hear a lot of that. We hear a lot of tough stuff, um, a lot of um, hurts and, mm. and, and things that we all have. Um, but with college students, I think it may even be a little bit more. So uh, I really love to love. I love to hug. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's just something that I am comfortable doing, walking up to someone and saying, welcome. We love that you're here. Can I meet you for coffee? Can I buy you a cup of coffee? Mm -hmm. Um, I know both with my husband's team and with Penn State Christian Athletics, we do family dinners. Mm -hmm. Um, And that, every college student likes to eat, right? Yes, very much Um, so. And and that really means so much to them. It doesn't take a lot. 
Um, but just to really open up and be available. Yeah. Um, and, and invite, like yeah. you said. And it's making a difference. And it also tears down some walls. Yes. And it builds mm-hmm. some trust. Mm-hmm. So when there is a need, it makes it a whole lot easier for the student to come to you to you when you've already created that atmosphere mm-hmm. of openness and yeah. welcoming. So thank you. That's yeah. excellent. Um, I'm going to ask both of you this and, mm-hmm. and, and probably from a different perspective, obviously, mm-hmm. but what do you think the greatest need on campus is? Mm-hmm. I understand Jesus, but practically speaking, mm-hmm. how, how can we affect that? How can the church come around that? And maybe the greatest need is something different. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'll go. I think one of the needs that I've seen is just, you know, for the church body and individuals just to be open mm-hmm. and, and just understanding of students. Often students want to be, like, heard or seen. They have, no, you know, mm-hmm. not really a way of expressing that, especially if they're skeptical of faith or if they're burnt by the church or just, you know, there's so many beliefs in this world, and we're, like, one of the mm-hmm. most open and vulnerable generation yet. So just kind of, like, hearing them out mm-hmm. and seeing how Christ is actually using them through this conversation. Wow, so good. Um, and so just kind of, like, and I, it's, you know, it's hard sometimes hearing what they say, but it's, at the same time, it's like, you know, how, how is God going to use, you know, yeah. myself as, as a light, as a vessel to this conversation? Yeah. Um, wow. But, yeah, just being open to conversations with individuals. That's good. Thank you, Bailey. Yeah. Sue? Uh, I think that you already asked me that question, and I think a lot of it is, <laughs> Um, helping these students feel like they have someone to turn to, mm-hmm. you know, by opening your home, your arms, your whatever you right. have to offer, um, even sometimes a smile, you know, I needed that smile. Thank you. You know, um, there's mm-hmm. so much that we have that we take for granted that people sure. just don't know what it means to a student. Have them for dinner. Mm-hmm. Have you know? Go to their sporting events. Um, there's so many things that um, are so important to these students, mm-hmm. and um, I know that uh, we've heard this over and over and over again. But this generation has um, some really emotional, mm-hmm. mental health issues. It's mm-hmm. real, um, and I've been overwhelmed by that in the last year. Um, shocked yeah. at how real it is. Yeah. Um, and that's why I think just just to invite, open, yeah, you know, be there. Uh, I love that. Are they mm-hmm. seen? Are they known? Mm-hmm. Are they loved? Mm-hmm. I think that's the common denominator yes. for all of us. We want to know those things. So that's a nice transition into how can we be praying for you guys and your ministry roles where you're at? Any specifics that we can ask our viewers to surround you with? Mm-hmm. I I think. Um, Part of it definitely would be mental toughness mm-hmm. in a good way, you know, not not mental toughness in a bad way. Yeah. Um, and that I know with the athletes that I work with, uh, their prayer request every week, they have many, but their one is that they would play their sport for the Lord mm, and that it. it wouldn't be about them. Um, and it's a hard balance because all their mm-hmm. lives they've tried to excel at this sport right? And now they're excelling. They're playing at a D1 school, and um, they want to play for God. Mm-hmm. And so they don't want that ego. They don't want that to go to their heads. They, you know, um, and they have a tough... People think, oh, D1 athlete, you've got it made. I wish yeah. I were you. <laughs> and I'm telling you, it's tough. Yeah. It is really tough. So I, I think um, that Mental, mental toughness, mental health mm-hmm. is really, really mm-hmm. important for yeah. these students. Okay, that's good. Thank you. 
Yeah, I think like just like energy to continue the fight mm. is a mm. prayer, you know, especially like leading college. Sometimes like you meet two, three, four, five, six kids a week for coffee or lunch and you just like hear the emotional baggage or the weight that they're carrying. You're like, this is a lot. Like, yeah. I just want to go home and just like not talk to anyone yeah. else. Like I'm burnt out. I'm tired. Uh, but just that like, you know, that this is for the Lord. This is for a purpose. Like yeah. I'm here Amen. for Destin. So just to, you know, meet students where they're at and continue mm-hmm. that, you know, that strive for something greater. Yeah. I think yeah. it's just a prayer, especially for the students who want to be open and vulnerable that they will come yeah. and meet us. Yeah. So, yeah. so important. Uh, I was sharing uh, before we started recording about a young family that I just met uh, in Lewistown. And um, they talked about the importance of what discipleship looked like in their lives. Um, when they got to college and they were drifting into all the things that secular college yeah. uh, has to offer, uh, and there was this self-recognition, I believe through the Holy Spirit, that they needed to connect to something greater than themselves. Mm-hmm. And so they were able to explore some campus ministries where they were reconnecting with other people as well as God, but there was intentional discipleship that was happening, and it's so, so important. So thank you both mm-hmm. for jumping into that. Mm-hmm. It's not always easy, um, but I believe that every person that is listening today also can jump into that in some way. Pray first, love and serve others, invite often. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask if you would just uh, close us in, in prayer today. Sure. Do I have a time limit? You just pray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Heavenly Father, we just praise you, Lord Jesus, that we are here by this campus. Lord, that there are students here um, that are hungry, that are lost, that are alone, lonely. Um, Lord, the gamut, we just know um, that you have placed this university, you have placed this church, you have placed our people Mm. here close to them to serve them. Lord, it is our desire um, to see the believers on that campus just grow exponentially. Um, I thank you for this church and for um, spearheading, Lord, the uh, 36 hours of prayer and worship. Um, I know, I feel it in my bones, Lord, that you are working, and we praise you for that. So, Lord, um, give us wisdom as we continue to try to um, minister to these students Lord, that um, we can help uh, anyway, um, but Father, that that um, we can point them towards you first and foremost. Um, we thank you for this time, Lord. We thank you for again for our church for Seawell Sundays, and um, Lord, just the love that you bestow on us. And we mm-hmm. pray for all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Sue and Billy, thank you so much for joining us today, and thank you for being with us. If you have any questions about anything that you heard today, or if you simply want us to pray with you, uh, please reach out to me, and we would love to connect with you. We hope that you have an amazing CY weekend.